Welcome to track number three of Building a Multiple Megachurch. We are talking about three classes of anointing. Three classes of anointing. How many want to be anointed? Amen. Do you know that God anoints you in levels? People feel that ah, as for one, the Spirit comes, the Spirit is there. But you must know that God anoints you in levels and levels, and He keeps taking you higher and higher and higher and deeper and deeper and deeper. And the more anointed you are, the more you do for God. Write it down. It is only when you are anointed that you can start to work for God. Amen. It is only when you are anointed that you can start to work for God. The mi- write it down. Your ministry begins on the day you are anointed. Your ministry begins on the day you are anointed. Hallelujah. Your ministry begins on the day you are anointed. Hallelujah. So, three classes of anointing. How many want to be anointed? Praise the Lord Jesus. How many of us know that when God pours out His anointing on you, that is when you can be a shepherd? Otherwise, it is just hard work, energy. How many want to just use a lot of energy? Huh? How many want to work for the Lord? Hallelujah. So, do you know, did you notice that when we talk about sharing the burden? How many remember we talk about sharing the burden? We are going to share responsibilities and we are going to share what? Rewards. Amen. Now, how did you begin to share the anointing? How did you begin to share the burden? When you begin to share the anointing, you can begin to share the burden. Do you remember that you have to take off this? What is the anointing, by the way? The brother at the back there. Jojo Taylor, who is sitting next to you? Huh? Eric, and who is sitting next to you? You're also Eric. Perry, stand to your feet, Perry. Perry, what is the anointing? Anointing follow me. What is it? What do you want to follow you? Agama, are you not playing? Why? Follow me. You there. Stand up, stand to your feet. What is the anointing? <laughs> Just mention the words. Straight over there. You, stand to your feet. When I see you, you are seeing me. Yeah. Yeah, don't look to your left or to your right. What? Look, when I'm preaching and I look at you, it means you are also looking at me. Okay? So don't look to your left or to your right. What is the anointing? The power of God. What verse is that? Shoot over there. Okay, what is anointing? The Holy Ghost. What verse is that? Lady over there in the glasses, straight ahead. Yes, you see me, I see you. Stand to your feet. 
Those of you who have not been able to answer the question, you are also sitting down. The touch. What is the touch? You there. What is the anointing? The anointing, the anointing. <laughs> Caroline, what is the anointing? Stand to your feet. The power of God. What verse is that? <laughs> Every day you say, Ah, no. You see every verse is that. Follow me. Let the power of the Holy Ghost fall. Straight ahead. Yes. Stand to your feet. When I see you, you see me. No, not you. You. Yes. No, not you. You. Anointing. When God is moving, when God is touching you. What is the anointing? What verse is that? Whenever you say something as a are you a shepherd? If I am a sheep and I start to ask you impudent questions. You there. Huh? If you ask your father something. And you didn't give that. What to do? No, you are you are at sea. Straight over there. Yeah. Spirit of God is the anointing. What verse is that? Brother in the pink shirt. In the glasses. Yes. What is the anointing? I don't have any idea. But have you seen that? Have you sung that song before? Anointing. You don't have any idea what should follow you. <laughs> okay, all of you sit down. All of you sit down. How, do you remember this verse? How God anointed Jesus Christ with what? Frightful. Olabam. Vegibum. I use vegibum before and after preaching, isn't it? When I want to go and preach and I want to be anointed, I use vegibum before and after to anoint means to, to wrap or to pour on something. So what is the anointing or the thing that is poured on or is wrapped on? What is it? How God anointed Jesus Christ with with what? The Holy Ghost and the power. So the anointing that we are talking about in the olden days it was some kind of oil or some kind of ointment but now we are not talking about an anointing substance that is made with hands. We are talking about the Holy Spirit. How God anointed, Acts chapter 10 verse 38. How God anointed Jesus with the Holy Ghost and with power. Amen. Right. How many would agree with me that the disciples were anointed? When was the first time? We are talking about three classes of anointing. Number one, 
When was the first time that the disciples were anointed? Pardon? The upper room? Pardon? Whilst they were waiting in the upper How many will agree with me? How many will agree with me? Huh? You are wrong. Huh? When you sent out the twelve, when Jesus first appeared, and then he did what? He breathed on them, and he said, "Receive the Holy Ghost." That was the John twenty twenty one. That was the first time. You are shouting, that's right. But when you were poor, you were not shouting, that's right. The first time that they received the Holy Ghost was that day he breathed on them. But you see, the anointing, it comes in classes. And when the anointing comes on you and it increases on you, you keep changing. You become different. Different. Everybody say different. Bible says Saul was turned into another man. So the first class of anointing is the first touch of the Holy Ghost that comes upon you. When does that happen? Uh, when you get born again. When you get born again, you know the Holy Spirit is in you. Yeah, otherwise you can't be a Christian. So all of us shepherds, we operate with that class one anointing. All Christians have class one anointing. But if you want to go further, you need class two anointing. Amen. When were the disciples anointed with class two anointing? Uh, when? Straight over there. Yes. Yes. By the wall. Yeah. When? Pentecost day. In the upper room. The Bible says that the Holy Ghost did what? Came upon them. And then what happened? They received the Holy Ghost. And then what happened? They spoke in tongues. They prophesied. And what happened again? And then what happened again? They preached. Class 2 anointing turns you into a preacher. I believe that there are many Christians who speak in tongues, but they have not really received the anointing. Because when you are really anointed, you become bold and you begin to preach. If you are speaking in tongues and you are not preaching, you have not yet received the class to anointing. Because the Bible says that they, 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 they gave witness. In fact, Jesus told them, go into all the world. Preach in Judea, Samaria, to the uttermost part. But wait, I'm going to put the Holy Ghost on you in, in the second way. 
when you do that, you will be able to be shepherds, pastors. You'll be able to preach to people. People, crowds will gather. 3,000. Peter, 5,000. Bible says they gathered from house to house. Shepherds are born when they are anointed with class 2 anointing. Were they not meeting in people's houses? Were they not meeting as shepherds? Are you listening to me today? Are you hearing me today? When the anointing comes upon you in the second class of anointing, you become a shepherd. People do not impress me when they are not shepherds. You've got to be a shepherd to be impressive in the kingdom of God. The minimum that you can be is a shepherd. That is somebody who looks after a few souls. Some of you are training shepherds, you are potential shepherds and so on, but you must have souls. Don't be... Look, some years ago I was playing the drums in the church. I was not happy. I mean, I was happy to play. I like playing. Even now I like playing. There are times that I, I want to go and play the drums, but it's a bit odd when I finish playing the drums and I'm... From there I'm going to preach. It's, don't you see that it looks a bit funny you see so because of that sometimes i don't like i don't i don't like to do but i i I love playing the drums but i was still not happy because the anointing that was upon me was for more than playing drums it was for me to be able to meet from house to house to share the word of god and to preach to people amen and if you don't have people, who are the people that you look after? You must have people that you look, who look up to you, who you feed. PVC, counseling, you must feed the, you must counsel them, minister the word of God. Ophelia, do you have sheep? You don't have sheep, yeah. Do you speak in tongues? Benihim was saying something, he said, he was asking the Lord for anointing. And he said, the Lord asked him something, he said he was surprised. The Lord asked him, he said, the Lord asked him that, when I give it to you, what will you do with it? When I give it to you, what will you do with it? Years ago, I believe that I received an anointing from the Lord to be a teacher. This was in 1988. The Lord told me that from now I can, I can teach the word of God. But that was in 1988. And you may be anointed with whatever, but if you don't use it, do you think if I had not pursued it, because I became a doctor in 89, I could have followed on any other thing, but I used what God had given me. That's why we, are, that's why we have a church. That's why I preach and that's why I teach. That's why I'm preaching and I'm teaching I'm still preaching I'm still teaching. Sunday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, always. Preaching continuously. When I start talking, I can talk for four hours. I think you know that. Oh, you don't know that yet? Yes, I don't find it difficult. I can continue like this till the evening. I'm physically tired, but I can continue. I'm now sitting down. I don't normally sit down to preach. But if the Lord gave me that gift and gave me that anointing, if you don't use it, you will be nothing. But I come to see that when you use the little that God has given you, because the anointing is there, it keeps increasing. And He keeps blessing you as you do what you are supposed to do. And when you start, you will start small. Look, there are people here who are big pastors. You are pastors of big churches, but the church has not yet come. You are at the starting small stage. That is where you are. And if you don't stay faithful with that, you will never come to the large church stage. 
Some of you are fellowship shepherds or ministry shepherds, but you are, you have not yet you have not yet released yourself into the anointing that you ought to release. You have not used what God has given to you. God said, "If I give it to you, what will you do?" Do you know? One day, Kenneth Hagin, you know, was preaching like I'm preaching, and he fell down. He fell on the pulpit. He fell on the on the stage, and he broke his arm, his humerus. I believe it was his humerus or his elbow joint or something broke, and he was admitted at the hospital. From the pulpit to the hospital, he was taken with the ambulance, everything, and he was admitted at the hospital. He was lying in the hospital, they examined him and so on. Obviously in America they have quite good medical care. He was lying in his bed early in the morning, the next morning, when somebody came, he heard somebody knocking. The person opened the door and came in. And the person who came into the door was the Lord Jesus Christ. It was a vision, suddenly his spiritual... When, when you have a vision where you can see the spirit realm and the physical realm, it's the highest form of vision. Jesus walked into the room and sat down on the bed. And he sees the Lord Jesus sat and talked with him for about two hours or so, telling him several things. And the Lord told him that the reason why you have broken your arm is because I have given you two gifts, a prophet and a teacher. And he said, but you prefer teaching. I think he's preferred teaching or prophetic, but I think it's the teaching. And so the prophetic is neglected. The prophetic is another area. And because you have neglected, and at a certain level, you see, when God gives you a gift and you neglect it, God will hold you accountable for it. It's a very small gift. It's a very small gift. Three people that are preaching. This is not much at all. Have you forgotten? Have you forgotten? The man with two talents, the man with five talents, the man with one talent. Was it not the one with one talent who got into most trouble? Usually it's people with very small gifts who get into big trouble with God. Because they assume that it's too small that it's not important. What a big mistake. If you are faithful with little, you will be... The time that the Lord told me that He has given me the gift of teaching, I believe that now I'm, I teach the Word of God, and the fact that you people are all here and I'm teaching you, it's a sign that the gift anointed. I mean, you have all arrived. You've arrived for me to teach you. You see, whether when you go somewhere, people arrive for you to teach them. Yes. It will tell you whether you know the anointing is at a certain level or or whatever. I remember sitting in this very room. That time these tables were not nailed. Now they have been nailed to the ground or something. But they were not nailed like that before. And this room was always open. We could always come here, pray, do it. I used to come here, Reverend Saki would walk, he shout all this place and go back to the hall. We made a little circle here and I used to preach. And I was faithful. I did it every week. Faithful with the small. People don't want to do small things. You want to be a big man. How do you want to be a big man when you want to be a small man first? Do you know that when you have become a big man without being a small man first, you don't know how to be a big man? The best leaders are the best followers. Write it down. The best leaders are the best followers. Amen. Amen. Are you listening to me? Are you hearing me loud and clear? 
how many have got the class 2 anointing? How many believe you have class 1 anointing? Class 2. How many don't have class 2 anointing? Are you lifting your hand? You don't have the class 2 anointing. Do you speak in tongues? You speak in tongues, the Holy Ghost has come upon you. So you are anointed. It's the sign that the anointing is there. But whether you are using it, or whether you are growing in it, it's another thing altogether. When you start to use it, God did not give you the Holy Ghost. For what? For what? After you pray for yourself and your wife and your friend, how long have you Ten minutes. I mean, basically, if you are praying for yourself, I don't think you need to pray for more than ten minutes. Okay? If you are praying for yourself, you can pray about five minutes or ten minutes for yourself. Ten minutes is okay. If you are praying for one hour, why did Jesus start when you told us how to pray? Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come. The first in the work of God. When you start to pray for thy kingdom come, you start to pray for the church. Pray for me. If you don't know what to pray for, pray for me. Pray for the church. Pray for the churches. Pray for growth. Bind the devil. Pray for increase. Pray God deliver us. If you don't know what to pray, when you start to pray like that one hour, you can easily move into two hours. But if you are just praying for yourself, for your food and your rice and your, your rice and your shoe and your this, that's about 10 minutes. Akoko, what do you think? Eh? I think about 10 minutes will be okay. Or oh, five. She says five minutes. So from now, if you're just praying for us, I think five minutes is okay. Then you don't, you, you just pray for five minutes. But if you want to move into the higher shepherdorial anointing, minimum of one hour a day. What do you pray for during the one hour? You pray for the work of God. Pray for the sheep that God has given to you. Amen. I pray for you. Do you know I pray for you? Every week I pray for you. I always pray for you. So I, I may not know your name, but I'm praying. I say, Lord, you know them. The Lord knows. I pray for them, Lord. Bless them. Bless them. Prosper them. Let them multiply. When the sheep are blessed, they begin to multiply. They become a lot. Hallelujah. Amen. So that anointing is, as the person sitting next to you, do you have class 2 anointing? As a person, what are you doing with it? Huh? As a person, is there any fellowship at all? As an are the sheep in your fellowship blessed? What did they say? Are they really blessed? They are annoyed. <laughs> Class 3 anointing. Did the disciples have another anointing? Uh, did the disciples have another anointing? Acts chapter 4. Acts chapter 4. Okay, read it. Since you, you don't know it, Acts chapter 4. Wow. Glory. How many of the presence of the Lord is here? Surely the presence of the Lord is in this place. I can feel His mighty power. 
and his grace. I can feel the brush of the angel's wings. I see glory on his face. Surely the presence of the Lord is in this verse 23 and being let go they went to their own company and reported all that the chief priests and elders had said unto them and when they heard that they lifted up their voice to God with one accord always prayer brings the anointing tell me somebody say prayer brings the anointing Hallelujah. And the Lord, thou art God, which has made heaven and earth and the sea and all that in Venice, whom by the mouth of thy servant David has said, Why did the heathen rage? And why did the people imagine vain things? The kings of the earth stood up and the rulers were gathered together against the Lord and his Christ. For of a truth against thy holy child Jesus, whom thou hast anointed both Herod and Pontius Pilate with the Gentiles and the people of Israel were gathered together for to do whatsoever thy hand and thy counsel determined before to be done. Verse 29. And now, Lord, behold their threatenings and grant unto thy servants that with all boldness they might speak thy word with by stretching forth thine hand to heal. Now, look at the difference, the anointing that is coming to heal that signs and wonders may be done by the name of thy holy child Jesus verse 31 and when they had prayed the place was shaken where they were assembled together and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and they speak the word of God with boldness that was the third time that you say, receive the Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost come. Holy Ghost. the third time. Now what happened after that? Class 3 anointing came on the people. What happened? Verse 33. And with great power gave the apostles witness of the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. And great grace was upon them. Hallelujah. How many want the power of God? How many know that the grace of God is going to come upon you in a greater way? Hallelujah. And the people sold possessions. Money began to come to the church. Hallelujah. They sold houses and lands and brought the prices of the things that were sold and laid them at the apostles' feet. When the class three anointing comes, people would trust the men of God. They gave them to the apostles. That time there was no bank. They just brought it to the apostles. So whatever you do, Hallelujah. And everybody was blessed. Church, 
I want you to know that if we are going to operate in the anointing of the Lord, in the presence of the Lord, God is going to give us a higher anointing. How many know that in light as we are moving to a higher anointing? It comes by being faithful with the first one, then with the second one, and then the third one will come. Hallelujah. How many want the third anointing of God? And God has it for you. He has it for you. He has it for me. But we've got to be faithful. We've got to use what he has given to us. Preaching, teaching, fooling the people from house to house. Visiting, going for prayer meetings. That is Christianity. You cannot jump from class one or kindergarten to university. You must pass through the fire and pass through smallness and everything that God will train you with. And when you have passed through, God will establish you and He will anoint you again and the anointing will come upon you again and you will be able to do what God wants you to do. And you will do greater things than you ever used to do. The anointings were, the apostles were anointed. The Holy Ghost, you see, even you, when you want to give your child something, sometimes you give it to him small, small, to see how he will behave. Isn't it? Isn't it? Yes. I know people who have things, properties, things that they would want to give to their children, but they would like to give it small to see how the person will treat this one. Sometimes you are, sometimes they have cars, oh, you just drive this old one first, let me see how you treat it. Before I give you the middle class one, before I give you the real expensive one. God gave me a church at the school of hygiene. Small little room to see what I will do. Whether I will be faithful. After that, he gave me another church upstairs at the school of hygiene, a hall, to see what I will do. Then after that, he gave me a church in the canteen to see what I will also do. Then after that, he gave me a church at the canteen, uh, at Kolegono, to see what I will run away from Kolegono. To see it because I could leave. How many of you that I have the opportunity to leave? I can leave next week. I can fly out next week. Do you know that? I can fly next, this, this Sunday, in fact. You think it's not possible? It's very possible. I was going to travel this very Sunday. But I just cancelled it. I said I don't want to travel again. I can leave on Sunday if I want. Just fly like a bird. Away. If I want. And God wants to say, will you be faithful? And this is why I want to be where God wants me to be. Hey, it's not whether you are in Toronto or whether you are in Ottawa. Ottawa. Toronto. It's if you are in the will of God. If you are in the will of God, you will be blessed. How many want to be blessed? Stand to your feet, everybody.